We are the Adventuring Guild, and this is the Home Brew Review. We would once again like to thank you all for joining us. We are in part two of our four-part adventure set within the Princes of the Apocalypse campaign setting. And before we get too much more into things, we would like to just shout out to TabletopAudio.com for this great music slash ambience that you are all hearing. The piece that we used for this particular podcast episode is entitled Dungeon One. We encourage you all to check it out. Last week on Homebrew Review, we tackled the River Guard Keep and did battle, finished, and have now made our way to the Temple of the Black Earth. We managed to level up as well. We are now all at level 8, taking on not only the next tier of play, but also several new features, uh, which we will describe for you now. Go ahead, Varian. Alrighty. As a level 8 bard, some of the big class features I got with my Battle Muse... I got an additional Bardic Inspiration. Using my ability score, I bumped up my Charisma to a 20. So at the moment, I have 7 Bardic Inspiration. The other ability is the Symphony of Conflict. I got a third Conducting Technique. I chose Hymn of Harmony, which is any ally who has a Bardic Inspiration when they are healed can roll the Bardic Inspiration and gain that additional amount in health. Uh, So that's going to be a... I think that's going to help out as far as healing goes and sustaining us throughout the battles. The other big ability I got was Frantic Crescendo, which allows me to use my action to give all that I can spend, use my action to expend any number of Bardic Inspiration so I can fill out the whole party in one single turn. It's not a bonus action. I think that's going to be an incredible thing, especially with something like Hymn of Harmony where you need to get Bardic Inspiration to somebody. Okay, I don't have to choose. I can just give it to everybody. Yeah. So that's going to be a very nice thing. Of course, Font of Inspiration. My uh, Bardic Inspiration comes back at a short rest, not a long rest anymore, so now I get seven Bardic Inspiration in a short rest. And Counter Charm, which helps prevent frightened or charm effects on allies within 30 feet of me. So I think uh, again, also my Bardic Inspiration die went up to a d8. I think this is going to be a pretty balanced support class again. I did notice I used a lot of Crash. Uh, Dissonance not so much, we didn't have a whole lot of that, but I thought Crash helped quite a bit in a few situations. Mm -hmm. uh, Dropping opponents and doing a little extra damage, not a lot, but enough. I think this is just going to be a solid support class for this next venture. Alright, McCor. Well, for leveling up to level 8 with a treant, there's a couple of different things that come into mind. Uh, you're finally getting your tree whisperer where you can actually speak to plants once per day, which is a fun little cantrip. So, as playing a, a, a spirit of nature, you finally actually get to talk to more than just I mean, animals if you were doing a barbarian or a ranger. So you kind of come into that whole tree whisperer sort of thing. With the powerful build, and specifically going with barbarian, you finally get to the point where you get to do a times four on your carry capacity and your lift. So at this point, you can be the wagon for the party. And with the the hardwood bonus from the broadleaf treant, with your maximum hit points increased by one... Uh, we finally broke 100 hit points at level 8. Currently, I'm sitting at 109. Just doing the the wooden body for Treant with adding your con half, I used my ability score increase at level 8, 
So I added to the con. So I finally hit with Adventure League, like realistic. You hit the max constitution. My AC naked is finally 20. Uh, so if I use a shield, I'll have a 22. So as far as building martial, Trant is absolutely fantastic. Apply that to a caster? That'd just be hilarious, AC. So I'm excited to go into this. And with the Barbarian specifically, Treant might have a bit more stuff coming out of it when you get to the higher levels where you could actually add like your 24 strength and your 24 constitution. But I gotta say, Treant's pretty fantastic. Yeah, that that's a ton of hit points and it really puts it on par closer to the dwarfs uh, with the tough feet as well and everything else. So I don't think it's necessarily game breaking, but it is definitely a class that has an advantage in the taking hits department. All right, Arena. So for the witch at uh, eighth level, I get spiritual spell casting, um, which just makes it so that instead of burning a spell slot, I can uh, release the spirit, but not get its release effect, but still keep that spell slot for a spell if I need. So if you know, get into trouble somewhere and I need that extra spell, um, I can have it. As well as getting another feature from my Covenant of Ruin. Basically, when I release a spirit, uh, enemies within 30 feet get an additional 1d6 points of psychic damage per level of the spirit, because it hurts when I release them. I get to bind another spirit to myself at level 8, so I have two spirits right now. I haven't released them yet, but it's going to be bad when I do. And I think that's about it so far. The just the spells that the witch has, like the uh, hex, really helped me out mm-hmm. um, dealing damage earlier. That and creatures having disadvantage against attack rolls to me. And I don't, I don't think it's too broken yet. I think higher level, it's going to get worse <laughs> because. Uh, not only do the spirits hit really heavy, but the covenant that I chose will make those heavy hits yeah. worse. And I think that ability to see into the ether and not only get a sense of what's in the ether, but also the general mood of the area and all that, I think really has some crazy potential depending on what kind of game you're running. If you're running a very horror-based game or something like that, yeah, being able to tell that emotion could be uh, a clue for almost any insight check uh, simply by being in the area and looking there. And as we saw, I got to see through uh, disguises and correct, yes. And that type of thing, so... Yeah, that definitely helps with that duplicity that a lot of NPCs end up having that nobody expects. Uh, That could definitely help out in that instance, for sure. Okay, Ashmaz. So, coming up on level 8, this is kind of where you start to see a little bit of a shift in your Cleric of the Forge. Your utility with your Blessing of the Forge to grant that plus one bonus to weapons and armor, you're going to see less utility out of it. I mean, you're always going to use it because it's always an option. But, you know, once you start getting magical weapons, you, you can't actually use it on magic weapons or armor. So as you're getting more and more magical equipment, you're going to see that you're going to use that less and less unless you specifically opt not to take what magic armor for yourself just to get that, that bonus. But, like I said, you're, you're going to have diminishing returns. On the flip side, though, this is where you start to see some of the more uh, punchy side of the cleric come through. You get access to your Divine Strike ability, which, when you hit level 8, you gain the ability to, every turn when you hit with an attack you can add an extra D8 of fire damage to that attack, and then that'll also scale up once you hit level 14. But, you know, just the just any bonus damage that you can do, even if it's resisted, damage is damage, and getting that for free once a turn is always a benefit. Other than that, there, there really isn't a whole lot of real addition. You get access to some really good, solid spells that can, can help support your party, uh, your elemental weapon and protection from energy... Are, are just on the horizon, so you're really looking forward to doing some really crazy stuff. From there, we will go ahead and we will get started on the Temple of the Black Earth. So with the Temple of the Black Earth, you would have had to infiltrate 
the Sacred Stone Monastery, which is very equivalent to the uh, River Guard Keep as far as location and what it does. So from there, uh, you would have descended into a passageway to the north, and that would lead you down about 250 feet in flights of stairs of 20 to 30 feet each. Other than a noticeably smooth and worn patch in the middle of each step, the ancient stairs going down remain in very good condition. Yeah. Yep. Other than that, uh, it does look very sturdy. The passage leads to a subterranean chasm spanned by a zigzagging 10-foot-wide stone bridge without railings. The bridge links tunnels leading north and south. The chasm floor is 50 feet below the bridge and consists of jumbled masses of boulders. To the west, the chasm narrows and continues for some distance. Well, with... With social encounters, we'd have the bard going first. Uh, do you want to have me in first and just have that, like, slowly declining size? So we have mm-hmm. me, What's that the cleric. <laughs> it means you come up to my kneecap. Uh-huh. It means, Maybe. unless otherwise noted, the bard is as far away from me as possible. I am three <laughs> foot tall, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as you guys descend... Uh, do you just barrel ahead? Or are you going to kind of take your time and sneak? Not that the cleric does much of that, or the tree for that matter. I would just stomp ahead. And then if anyone with actual perception... Perception. Uh, anyone with actual perception would tell me to stop. I mean, it's going. Okay. As you get about halfway across the bridge, three gargoyles drop out of the ceiling and attack... Go ahead and roll initiative. They will get a surprise round on you. Not today. Okay. Ah, Jesus. Okay. So, the three gargoyles get the drop on you. I'm going to say the first one would attack you, big tree. One would land in the middle, attacking Reyna. And the last one would attack the bard. So, for each of you, since they get the surprise, they do have advantage. 24 will hit you, I'm assuming. Yes, it will. All right. Reyna, that's a crit. And on Ashma, that is a 14. Which Uh, one? Which one? Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Uh, the bard. I mean, I would take the hit because he couldn't hit. I'll let him take the hit. <laughs> Does the 14 hit you? No, it doesn't. There you go. All right. What kind of armor do you have? Studded leather. <laughs> Studly leather? Okay. Uh, Has to match the color scheme of my coat. Yes. McCor, you take eight points. Oh, that'll get through my resistance, so eight total points. And Reyna, you take 11. Okay. <laughs> All right. How dare they. Not as bad as I thought. Yeah. Uh, been... They're gargoyles. They're not super powerful. They just have a lot of health and a lot of AC. Could have been worse. <laughs> exactly. We are going to start normal initiative then. On to Makor. Breaking out the great axe, yanking that off my back. And since I am a level five and up... Uh, I'll get two swings. I'll recklessly do it, too. It'll be a 14 to hit. You hit them, but it is not enough to chip through the stone of their bodies. Second swing! Oh, there we go. Much better. That'll be a not crit. <laughs> it's a 19. Yes, that, that, a- will go, that will break through their stone hides. All right. 14 points of damage. Okay. Ashmaz. Let's go ahead and as a bonus action I'm going to go ahead and cast magic weapon (laughs) on my mace and then take a swing at the gargoyle that was behind me. That's a 14. Not quite enough. Uh, 15? 15 because the magic made it a plus one. 15 will hit. For seven points of damage. And I'll go ahead and trigger my uh, once per turn divine strike to add another five fire damage. Nice. Okay, they definitely did not like that. Uh, On then to the enemies. The three gargoyles are not going to change anything. They're just going to attack. Two attacks each. So two for our tree friend, uh, neither of those will hit. I did attack recklessly. 
Oh, that is true. Uh, first will not hit. Second will not hit. Okay. All right, Reyna. Uh, I'm assuming a 16 will hit you. Yes. All right, you take six points of bite damage. Uh, the second attack will not hit. It bit me. Yes, it did. What a and jerk. Ashmaz, or excuse me, and uh, darn it, Varian. Oh, I know, right? I keep getting you guys mixed up. Uh, one is a nat one, and the other one is a twenty. Not a crit, Neither but a twenty. So hits. you take, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you take five points of biting damage, uh, piercing. Okay. On then to Varian. I'll uh, take my free hand. And I'll kind of gesture and raise my hand, and everyone feels a surge of inspiration as I use a frantic crescendo to expend three of my bardic inspiration. So now everyone has a bardic inspiration. Wonderful. And that's my whole turn. All right. Can it be? It my is your turn, turn Reina. <laughs> okay. I suppose. suppose. Please. Um, okay. I'm going to, as a bonus action, hex the one that uh, bit me, because that was mean. And because I have hate bound to me, um, when you are damaged by a creature, you gain advantage on attack rolls. So I have attack, I have advantage against him. I'm going to witch bolt him. Okay. Because he oh bit me. 19? Yes. And he is lightninged. Go ahead with the damage. I get to roll eight dice right now. That's crazy. Eight? Yep. <gasps> because I'm also releasing hate as soon as I hit him. Yep. So when I release hate, I get to do deal an extra necrotic damage equal to 1d6. I get an extra 1d6 for hex, and then I cast uh, Witch Bolt as a fourth level spell. So <laughs> It's going to blow up this round, guys. There wasn't ever a gargoyle there. And I get a reroll once for damage because of agony. That is crazy. Okay. There never was a gargoyle there. No, there wasn't. <laughs> it's a lie. That's like rogue sneak attack damage going on there. Yeah. No, I I asked I asked Lugos like you wanna see me roll a lot of dice. Forty-two damage. It crumbles into tiny pieces of gravel at your feet. I think we found our DPS. I'm just gonna oh, I'm gonna look at the rubble. Okay. Don't bite me. Feel inspired after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna say. And then it is on to Macor. Well Great X time. You have a you have Bardic inspiration, by the way. Oh, glorious. Um it's a D8 your, now, isn't it? It is a D eight now. Well, better switch that dice out. Just in case. Alright, great axe time. I'll recklessly attack the nearest gargoyle. 15 points of damage for the first swing. I'm gonna use a bardic inspiration, so strength save. He rolled a 5. Okay, so he takes 1 point of damage and he is prone. 17 to hit? Yes. For another uh, 13, 14. Should have saved. 15. Uh, 15 more points of damage to the same one. Goodness gracious. Yeah, it, it is not doing too well at this point. Did you add the one point of thunder damage? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, it, it is down to single digits as well. The one that's in front of him. Yeah, correct. Oh, him. McCor. Okay. Alright, we are then on to Ashma. So the one that's in front of him is looking utterly ragged. Oh, yes. And the one that's behind our bard is probably perfectly fine. Has not been touched. And mine's... I'm not even going to acknowledge that one's there. (laughs) I'm going to put my faith in my friends and trust that the core has his gargoyle well and truly handled, (laughs) and I'm going to turn my attention to our bard. I love you! (laughs) (laughs) So, let's let's, let's have some more fun with with another bonus action. All right. We're going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Awesome. Centered behind the creature? Yep. Okay. That'll be a 15 to hit? Yes, that's exactly what you needed. For six points of force damage. And then for my attack... Is not enough. (laughs) Okay. Then on to the Gargoyles. Uh, The one that is badly damaged is going to uh, desperately try to take you out. 
Uh, he does have advantage for that reckless, so that is a nate. No, no, that's only an 18. That will not hit, will it? Yeah. With the increase to AC, that won't miss. That one will not either. That was a 19. Okay. Uh, it was not quite enough to cut through. However, it the one in the back believes it will have better luck on the uh, bard, perhaps. Uh, that's a 14 and a 16. I guess the 16 hits. Okay. <laughs> you take six points of slashing damage. Ah. Uh, no. Rolling big numbers here, right? On then to Varian. Well, I guess I'm going to take my rapier. What ho? And <laughs> poke it. So that's a 25 to hit? <laughs> yes, that will definitely hit. Uh, that is five points of piercy damage. Okay, and your weapon is not magical, correct? No, it is not. It is a simple okay. rapier. Uh, uh, is anybody really hurt at all? Besides me? I've taken eight. Yeah, I've, I'm down like 17 hit points. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Healing Word. Okay. Uh, I'll raise you up so you can shoot lightning bolts. <laughs> and you take uh, seven points of healing damage. Or healing. Healing, healing damage. damage. Yes. <laughs> that is great. All right. So as you poke your poke the gargoyle with your rapier, a small chip of stone comes off, a lot less than what you were expecting. It's <laughs> about what I expected. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, on then to Reyna. Make a con save. All right. It's only a nine. So okay. Uh, ten points of damage. Uh, it is definitely not looking great, but it is not quite to bloodied yet, though it is close. On to Makor. All right, swinging twice at my primary enemy. I'll recklessly, recklessly attack. Fifteen. Uh, I had bardic inspiration, didn't I? You do have a bardic inspiration. Okay, so regularly I hit max damage of. Uh, 17. Okay, yes. No, when you strike it with your first swing, you crumble its body into small pebbles with that hit. All right, well, I have one more next to me, right? Uh, no, there is one clear in the back of the party. Uh, it would be about 20 feet behind you, roughly. That's my move speed. I'll okay. move over there and, uh, <laughs> whack him. And... That'll definitely hit for significantly less. Uh, that'll just be seven damage. Still respectable, and that was enough to drop it to bloody. Oh, what? On to Ashmaz. I think we're just going to continue the pummeling. <laughs> okay. Starting with yeah. the magical mace that's floating in the air behind him. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, that'll hit for six points of damage. Seven, sorry. And then my attack follow-up will also hit for six more. Five more, sorry. And we'll go ahead and add four points of fire damage to that. All right. It is on to the gargoyle's turn. He's going to get one more chance to take you out. Leave the halfling alone. You're the softest target. That is a 10 and a 15. 15 is my AC. That is six points of uh, slashing damage this time. But it knows that it is futile and that it will die. Yes, Varian, how do you dispatch of this enemy? As I am bleeding like a bloody nose and everything, I look at him. I'm going to use Vicious Mockery. So, Wisdom save. Okay. That's a (laughs) 7. We're about to rock your world. That is six points of psychic damage. (laughs) He's still standing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alright, witch, kick his ass. Oh, that was very close, but no, not quite. Reyna, put him to shame. (laughs) I mean, I'm not even gonna waste a spell slot for this. Just Uh, just, just start at him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, 
Chill. Am I beaten in broken state time? But Chill out. touch. There, D8. Even better. Yeah, that'll hit. See, Bard, you did do some How do you dispatch God. this enemy? As he's laying there, bloodied and broken, he starts to feel the cold of the grave come over him, and he just sort of fades out, and the last thing he knows is just bitter cold and my cackle. And so now that they are defeated, you can continue continue your way uh, through to that next floor, or into that next room. Uh, as you are walking towards the end of that bridge, you do notice that several skeletons lie broken and half-buried on the chasm floor. Most of them appear to be dwarves and orcs in badly rusted armor. Ah. I'm going to, yes, because people did take some damages. Mm-hmm. I am going to... Who's, who's, who is missing... HP. Like this. Yeah. How much? Ten. Ten? Eight. Eight? Seventeen. <laughs> they did not like the bard. Mm-hmm. Alright, looks like I'm using one of my second level spell slots to cast Prayer of Healing. You'll heal 2d8 plus four hit points. I'm full. I'm not, but that'll help. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone still has a bardic inspiration. With him of harmony, if you want, you can roll your bardic inspiration to take that and healing as well. I used my. I will take point and proceed into the next uh, room. Three hallways meet at this room, an alcove in the middle of the west wall holds a ten-foot-tall statue depicting a crude humanoid form composed of earth, boulders, and sharp crystals. One massive rocky fist raised above its blunt head. Shattered rubble from the older statue lies heaped in a pedestal and the pedestal on which the figure stands. So there's several of them there. Mm. Or the one, and then uh, there's two hallways going north and south. Well, he said to take the hall to the right... Okay. Well. So you head Stay on it. up that way? Oh. Yes. Okay. Uh, you hear off to your left when you get to that um, that hallway there where it splits and goes left and right. Uh, you hear off to your right again uh, lots of clanking and dull noises of voices and whatnot on the other side of that door. Uh, down the hallway on the other side, you don't hear anything. Shall we go to the anything? What does the ethereal plane look like? Uh, once again, lots of unhappiness, lots of violence here. Um, not so much in the way of spirits, really, but uh, yeah, you do sense a great amount of violent behavior and whatnot in the area. Uh, need for blood kind of a deal. Uh, a lot of it is coming behind those doors. Behind the doors. Very well. Like, like, how bad behind the doors? Like, how happy does it make you? Uh, okay. If she's giddy, I guess we better, uh... We better, we better up. mount up. I'll don shield and hand axe. Okay. Uh, uh, shield on young face. Okay. Any other preparatories you want to do before you bust down the doors? Bless I'll take that. It's not much, but it's a something. Blessed be y'all. Blessed be y'all. Y'all cast Blade Ward on myself. I'm ready. Okay, are you guys just going to kick open that door, or are you going to... Yes! Munchkin style. Okay. Kick open the door. You kick open the door, and as you do... Three trestle tables are arranged in the middle of this room, and crates of provisions are stacked neatly against the wall. To the southeast, an open doorway leads to a small kitchen containing more provisions and a large cooking hearth. A tattered gray cloak with feathers is nailed to the middle of the north wall. Doors lead to the east, west, and south. In this room, you see four black earth guards, three cultists, and one stone melder. Roll initiative, you all will get a surprise right now. Oh, 
was a prize round. I got zero. <laughs> so, uh, we will go ahead and put you clear down here. Yes. Fifteen. Twelve. Three. Zero. It'll oh, be a geez. good one. <laughs> All right. All of you can choose one action to take. Three of the cultists and two of the Black Earth Guards are currently eating at the middle table. All right. So that would be about 20 feet from the doorway. I'll smack the closest one. Okay. Uh, We'll go ahead and say that the stone melder and the other two guards are right by the kitchen door, which is about 40 feet away. All right. Okay. Do so with... Uh, recklessness. Alright, one of the cultists or the Black Earth Guards? Let's do Black Earth Guard. Okay, go ahead and roll. Glorious 12. Okay, that will not quite hit, no. Alright, end of my turn. Um, I will roll a 25 to hit for... 7, 8, 9? Uh, 9 points of damage. Okay, that uh, definitely hit them. I'm going to cast Shatter on the group that's eating. So one save, four fails. 13 thunder damage to the fails and half to the success. The three cultists that were sitting there all clutch their ears and they fall down dead. The one Black Earth Guard definitely is bloodied at this point. The other one is not too bad. Um, I'll go ahead and, and take a swing at the, the bloodied one. Uh, no, nope. Okay. That's a two. All right, yes. You, you do manage to take the turkey leg he's got in his hand, and you smash that thing against what's oh, left of the table. Eat it. I will walk up ten feet and make a con save. Uh, that's a three. I'm blight for eight to eight necrotic. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Okay. Uh, 35. Uh, it definitely did not like that, but it is not yet bloody. That's yours. Now, starting the regular round, the two Black Earth guards that are up close converge on Tree Man, and both of them are going to attack you. One definitely hits. Uh, the other one does not. Alright. So you will take nine points of piercing damage. Alright. Uh, and it can make a second attack each. I did not realize they had two attacks. Sounds good. That one's a crit. Ooh. That one's a miss. All right. So then you will take an additional 15 points of piercing damage. Rounds down to seven, so I've taken 11 points of damage. All right. Uh, and then the two earthen guards that are in the back will charge forward. Uh, they will attack the cleric. I see 21. Okay. Uh, one hit with a 22, and one hit with a 21. You will Actually, um, the one that hit with a 22, Yes. as a reaction, I am going to cast shield that gives me a plus 5 AC until the, start okay. of the next turn. Good then man. neither of them will hit. Well, good connection. Alright. You guys are all kind of in a nice little group there. So, Stone Melder is going to cast Shatter, affecting you all. Go ahead, and everybody give me a con save. Rolled a 17 for a 25. Okay, yes, that will definitely pass. Um, that is 9. 19. Okay, uh, two of you pass. 13 points of thunder damage for a success, or for a fail. And uh, that would be 6 points on a save, successful save. 15. All right. Oh. Varian. Alrighty, how many are left? There are four Black Earth Guards and the Stone Melder. I am going to cast Bane as a third level spell to hit all of them. On then to Makor. Right. Great axe. Recklessly attacking. Fifteen to hit. 15 does yeah, not hit. Alright, well, then swinging again at the Black Earth Guards, hoping for a better than a 9. Hey, that is better than a 9. 8, 9, 10, 12, 13. Uh, 13 points of damage. Alright, yes, he is definitely uh, just about down for the count. Reyna. I'm going to walk up to 
the stone melder. Okay. And vampiric touch. Ooh, okay. Uh, make your attack roll. 20. Yes, that will hit the stone melder. Uh, 10. 10 points? Yes. Okay. Uh, he is officially bloodied. And Ashmaz turn. Look at that guy right in front of me and just give it a whack. Okay. 15 to hit? Uh, 15 does not hit, no. Okay, on to all of them. Uh, they are going to each attack their respective targets again, so... Bane. Yes. And, um, Maya, you had reckless attack again, correct? Yep. That one... 21. That'll so hit. So that will hit. You take... <laughs> Four points of slashing damage. Glorious two. Yes. Uh, and then two will attack you, kind sir. But that will not hit. And that will not hit either. Because you said 21 was your AC, correct? Yep. Yep, yep. So that would have been a 20 uh, after the Bane. Okay. Uh, and Stone Melder is going to throw caution to the wind and not give two dams about his allies and cast Erupting Earth to catch all of you. So, I need dexterity saving throws from oh. everybody. Oh, God. <laughs> Can I just go ahead and eat this attack? This was, <laughs> this was a trap. Even though I'm right in front of him? Uh, how close? Uh, let's see, that's... I would have been ooh, within touch 10, range. 20, yeah, it's a 20-foot cube, so he would still be able to catch you in that. Okay. 18. That will pass. 7. Not. 20. That will pass. Yes. So, two passes <laughs> and two fails. 18 points of bludgeoning damage on a fail, and 9 points on a save. Well, the 9 for me, though. So. All of the ground in front of you and around you now counts as difficult terrain, so it will uh, take twice the movement speed to get through. Thank God I'm already up here. Alright, one cultist is caught up in it and dies. Uh, two of them pass their save, uh, but the other one is very badly damaged. And he is well below blood. On then to Varian. Alrighty. Uh, I look at Ashmaz and uh, I fight on my champion. Are you freaking serious? Uh, one, two, three, four, plus five, nine points of healing, sir. Well, I'm over half again. That's better than nothing. Yeah. Uh, one, one, and a two is. Uh, that was a bonus action. And then as my action, uh, I'll give you a Bardic Inspiration as well, Ashmaz. Wait, can I do that as a... Yes, I will use my frantic uh, crescendo as the action to give one Inspiration to him. Okay. Mm Giving I can breathe! <laughs> I can fight! <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was a very productive round of healing. McCor, it is your turn. I'll take an axe to the cultists. Okay. Uh, yeah, the very badly damaged one, or the other two that are so on the your... very badly damaged one. Alright. Alright, that'll hit for four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine points of damage. You cleave his head from his shoulders. Moving to the second one. Alright. <laughs> Not even slowing down. You Eight points of damage to that one. Wonderful. Yeah, uh, that brings him almost to bloody. Not quite, though. That'll be the end of my turn. Okay. Reyna. Okay, I'm going to cast Spirit Guardian. Make a wisdom save. He critted the save. I think that's the first save I've passed for anything you guys have done pretty much. Okay. 18, so 9 points of damage still. Alright. Um, necrotic. Ashmaz. Thank you, Bardic Inspiration. (laughs) Got you back, bro. (laughs) 12 damage altogether. Alright, he is barely alive at this point. On then to their turn. And since they have you flanked, Micah, they are going to attack you. That Bane saved you on that one. And that was a 13. So, neither of them are able to hit you. However, the Stone Melder, knowing they're all probably going to die, is going to repeat what he did last time. So I need another dexterity save. Oh, joy. This guy's a jerk. And he is actually going to cast it one level higher. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, who rolled higher than a 13? 
I did. Me. Thirteen. Okay. So you three make it. Mr. Oh, Bard. You get inspiration. You rolled less, I'm assuming, correct? Can you I do that? I rolled an eight. No. Okay. Like, if I roll, I would have been happy rolling a one because I could have re-rolled it, but I rolled a two. <laughs> that sucks. And, uh... It's gonna hurt. Alright, and hurt. he's casting this at fourth level. Oh, joy. 18 points. And he realizes that is probably the last thing that he will do in your midst. Uh, the cultist... <laughs> Hey, they passed this time. So one of them is still standing, but I kid you not, he could not be more dead. And the other one is still doing all right. Not great, though. Varian. Alrighty. How are you doing on hit points? I got 11 left. Oh, crap. (laughs) I mean, I I can opt to not make an attack. This might be your chance to laugh a guy to death, though. That's true. Actually, kind of what I'm... That's actually one of the things I was thinking about. I was going to use Vicious Mockery. How the one that's barely standing? On the stone... uh, Stone Melder? Stone Melder. Oh, gosh, i got to think of something clever. I haven't prepared anything. Uh, You suck! (laughs) (laughs) He takes five points of psychic damage. Uh, All right. And then I'm going to be like, You suck! And I'm going to look at myself, and I'm going to cast Healing Word at the fourth level and be like, It's okay, you got this, buddy. <laughs> Give yourself a little prep talk. All right. Great axe to your enemies. Okay, the one barely standing, or the other one doing pretty decent? Uh, I'll do the one that's barely standing. All right, if you hit, he's dead. Uh, three, four, five, six, sorry. Five. Uh, 14 points of damage to that guy. 14 points of damage to the one health point. So yep. he collapses to the ground. I'm pretty sure you just kind of bumped his shoulder yeah. as you were walking by. Viciously elbow one guy and go to the next. <laughs> 18. Okay, that is exactly what you need. Glorious. I will have 11, 12, 13. 13 points of great axe damage. Alright. Uh, he's not standing by much now, that is for sure. Wait, when was the last time you blessed my great axe? Before we enter this dungeon, is it still going? It's until I. It's until we take a long rest. Add one more damage. Okay, he is still barely damn, barely standing. Arr. Yep, single digits. So that makes you happy. On into Reina. Wisdom save as my spirits are still. That's a ten. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fifteen foot kind of swirly. Gotcha. Thing. Storm of souls. Basically. Uh, 14 points of damage. <laughs> he still has his footing, but that is just it. It's that epic anime scene, or that Mortal Kombat scene where he's just standing there and you hear the voice yell, <laughs> But I used my action. <laughs> I'm going to release Agony as a second level. And that means... If it does a single point of damage, it is dead. Yeah, it's... 11 points of damage. The spirit enters into his body, and it's that nasty scene from every horror movie you've ever seen where he explodes from the inside out. As he hits zero hit points and explodes, his body turns to shards of rock, pelting you. I need a dexterity saving throw. I'm still laughing as this is happening. Uh, 12. Okay, you do not quite pass. And you... Oh, ouch. You take 17 points of piercing... Of bludgeoning damage, excuse me. Still laughing. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, There is a single cultist left who is standing by a single bit of health points there. Ashmaz, are you going to correct that for us? I'm gonna make a. I'm a, I'm a bloody well try. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Today is not my lucky day. So many dice, but so nope. little. No, dice have stage fright. Don't worry too much about it. As a bonus action? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try to cast my, uh, my, my spiritual weapon right behind him. <laughs> okay, good. Good go. Nope. He gets one last valiant shot at you, knowing it will be his last, and it's a five. <laughs> Varian. 
Yeah, I don't want to risk him actually saving on this, so I'm just going to pull out my hand crossbow and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, the bard. <laughs> Choosing not to make fun of somebody for once. Okay. I'm worried he's going to succeed and we're going to have to go through this whole round. <laughs> oh, for the love of all that is good and glorious. A 12. Okay. No. He, he's staggering just enough that the bolt goes right behind him and pings into the rock wall. Anything as a bonus action, sir? <sighs> Are you doing on health? <laughs> I'm missing 40 HP. Oh. Okay. I'll cast uh, Healing Word as a second. Got your back. <laughs> Five, ten points of healing. That'll help. Mm. Should have just gone with this. Okay. I'll swing. Uh, not recklessly, though. Uh, 24 to hit for 16 damage. What is left of his broken and beaten body collapses to the ground in a heap. Guys, you want to take a short rest? (laughs) Sounds good. Now that I have my bardic inspiration back, I'm going to give it to you guys. You get an inspiration. You get an inspiration. Going to roll some rest hit dice. Roll. Might as well roll half of them. So 40, 12. Okay, so where would you guys like to go from here? Um, you are at the kitchen dining mess hall. So going west down the hallway, there uh, is a set of double doors uh, set up a little ways, and then it forks again. All right. So you guys go up to the double doors. Uh, they are very finely carved stone doors. They are shut, but not locked. Well, if there's any prep to do, do it. Otherwise, I'll just say, open the door. Press my ear up to the door to see if I can hear anything <laughs> on the other side. Okay, uh, yes, you do hear noise on the other side. Give me a perception check to hear what all you hear. The 17. Uh, you hear a s- several hissing noises coming from the other side of the door. Alright, I'm going to go up and try and open the door. Okay. Uh, you push the doors open very easily. On the other side, this cavern has formations of flowstone, stalagmites, and stalactites everywhere. A stone building is anchored in the north wall, and a stone door stands at a masonry wall to the south. A large, a natural gap in the cavern wall to the east reveals a chasm below. Numerous lifelike statues have been arranged among the rock formations. The statues depict creatures and poses suggesting shock, fear, and agony. You see, standing in this chamber, a man with snakes for his hair as well as a shadowy demon. Oh, boy. No, thank you. The Medusa head man uh, is sneering at you menacingly, but does not move to attack you upon opening the doors. So I will march 40 feet. That will okay. end my move, and I will begin my two swings. All right. Recklessly. Okay. I can't get to him. Hmm. There we go. Hey, natural 20. Oh, nice. Way okay. to start the battle. So one of them's an eight... I'll swing for 22 points of great axe damage for the first swing. Uh, I'm going to use my reaction to make a strength save. Does plus add to damage? That was, I just made it, I made it a plus one great axe. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Uh, He did not pass. Alright, he takes an additional uh, three points of thunder damage and is not prone. 26 points total. Okay. And then, second swing... Uh, for with advantage, he's prone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that'll hit. I'm pretty sure. Seven Just more damage. Wonderful. All right, on to him. Uh, he is going to stare at you. I need a Constitution saving throw. Oh boy. Well, at least I have good Constitution save. Twenty-two. Okay, you do pass, but you do felt feel like your joints were getting very stiff at that point. How dare he petrify wood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he is going to then attack you three times. Uh, the snakes strike with a 19 to hit. Oh, good. I made that. Okay. And the two attacks from Iron Fang, that is a 16, uh, 26. That'll hit. And a 22. That'll hit too. Alright. That uh, is... 11 points, or, uh, excuse me, 7 points of piercing damage, 4 points of thunder damage, and then an additional uh, 7 points put together. So, 3. So I took 8. 
All right. See, uh, we are then on to variant. I am going to uh, cast Stinking Cloud. Uh, I'm going to cast it behind him so that he, okay. it hits him, but it does not affect uh, core. Well, okay. Technically, I have to eat or breathe. Oh, you don't need to breathe? No. Oh, hell, then I'm going to drop it centered on him. Okay. Uh, let's see. That Stinky. is an 11, but he's going to go ahead and decide to pass that. So Okay, it passed. won't. Okay, it'll be uh, at the start of his turn. When he starts his turn next, okay. he'll have to make another second throw. That's fine. All right. On then to, um, yes, uh, Ashmaz. Well, because I can't reach him, I'm going to move my full movement. And you know what? Just for the heck of it, I'm going to throw my hand axe at him. All right. You're finally getting the chance. Aww. That's a crit. Awesome. Good job. Adam Great Bradbury. job there, Amstreet. 12 points of damage. Okay. Plus four points of fire damage. Okay. Uh, he's still pretty much sloughing all these off so far. Hmm. On then to Reyna. I'm going to walk up to the demon. And, uh... Can I tell, like, since they're separated now, can I tell if the, like, big magic is coming from him instead of... Uh, it's coming from Marlos, yes. Um, the demon, though, is his faithful servant and itching to start fighting. How much can I say in a round? How much can you what? Like, I'm gonna start talking to him. <laughs> okay, yeah. Just trying to engage him in conversation so that he'll tell me about what the operation here is. Okay, yeah, what would you ask him? Like, um, you know, what do they do? Why is his master so cocky? Okay. He, uh... What does he do? How the, do I... The only thing he'll really reply back with is, We serve the Ogremach. That is our purpose. Whatever its purpose is, is also ours. So there's no way I could convince you to maybe come with us? With me? Specifically. He swipes at you. That's fine. Then, um... I'll just back up a little bit and cast Chill Touch. Okay, on the demon? Yeah. Alright. Go ahead. Nope. Okay. It does not hit, then. That was a one. <laughs> Since you did engage it in combat, it is now free to do its combat um, starting oh, on the next round. That's fine. Yep. All right. We are then on to Markor. Great axe, great axe. 18, 18 to hit. Okay, yes. 18 will hit. Four, seven, eight, nine. Ten points of damage. All right. Second great axe. 15 to hit. Uh, 15 will hit. Oh, Awesome. Uh, then quite a little bit of damage. 14, 15, 16, 17. 17 points of damage. All right. Not too shabby. He is definitely made a little bit uncomfortable by this. All right. Uh, we are then on to him. Uh, he needs to make the saving throw. Correct. Uh, it was what? Con? Con. Okay, that's a 17. Okay, he passes. Uh, he is going to attack um, with Iron Fang and with his hair. On to you, big fellow. Oh, Robert, did you roll... No, never mind. Never mind. I haven't used it. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Iron Fang will hit you once uh, with a 22. That is 8 plus 5. So that is uh, 13 points of damage. To me? Uh, no, to Markor. 13. Correct. And then he's going to, to go ahead and drop concentration on Earthquake and instead heal himself. We are then on to Varian. Oh, excuse me, no, uh, because you engaged the Shadow Demon. Uh, the Shadow Demon is going to attack with his claws at you, uh, Reyna. That is a 20 to hit, not nap. Yes. Okay. Let's see, that is... Uh, 12 points of psychic damage. Okay. Okay. On then to Varian. I am going to cast Vicious Mockery at uh, Marlos. Uh, he does succeed. That yes. is a 18. Ashmaz. I do believe that I ain't afraid of no ghost. 
And uh, we're going to Searing Smite as a fourth level spell, because I am not happy. Uh, he is in the stinking cloud. I'll cope. Okay. <laughs> I'll cope. <laughs> okay, you'll have to make a constitution saving throw. Nope. Okay, you use your entire action, retching and reeling. I'll cope. Okay. <laughs> On then to Reyna. I will cast Witch Bolt. I get um, advantage because of hate. Okay. Because he hit me. Alright. May 6. That will hit. Um, 11. Alright. He does not appear to be hurt in the least. Great axe, great axe. Alright. Okay, natural 20. Alright. 14 points of damage from the crit. Is that another nat 20? That is another nat 20. Oh, goodness oh gracious. Gosh. So that's 11. 11 points on that? Oh, no. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. So that's 20 points of damage for the second swing. All right. It is on to his turn. Constitution uh, saving. Throw. Thank you. That's a nat 20. <laughs> if it helps, he's got a ridiculously high con to start with. So, uh, he is going to go ahead and use a lair act. Uh, no. Uh, lair action would be on 20, so that would have been before your turn. He would heal 20 points. Or would not heal 20 points, but he would heal himself on initiative 20. And then he is going to go ahead and uh, break away from you and start heading across the room. So he starts to run away. Go ahead and opportunity of attack. Swing it. 15. Alright, and he is going to just power on, continuing away. Uh, he moves his full movement speed, and he heads down past you all uh, towards the doors behind you. Would anybody have situated themselves in front of the doors, or all, are you all kind of up? I would have been in the back. I've been cast spells the whole time. Okay, then I will give you an opportunity attack against him as well. That's a 24 to hit. Ooh, yes, that will nice. hit. Nine points of damage. Okay, and he barrels on past you out the doors and down the hall. He turned to his right. Okay, uh, we then just have the demon left, but it is still seriously pissed. So it is going to go ahead and attack you again, Reyna. Um, let's see. Uh, that's a 16 plus something yeah, or other. Yeah, hit. All right. You take 10 points of psychic damage. All right. Still fine. Okay. On then to Varian. Alrighty. Uh, I'm going to drop the stinking cloud, and I'm going to cast Bane on the demon. Okay. The demon has been Bane. It's a constitution, or a, uh, it's a spell save, Robert. Yep. Charisma? Yep, that's a seven. He okay. is baned. Alrighty. Uh, how hurt is any everybody? Almost at half. Um, I'm only 12 points off. I'm good. Okay. Take care of her. Okay, yeah, I'll cast uh, Healing Word on you. Six points of healing. Okay. On to Ashmaw's. Oh, how far away from Young Demon am I? Um, it's difficult terrain, uh, so it would be 30 feet normally. Uh, we'll call it 60 feet and through this difficult terrain. Yay! Any ranged weapons? No, my axe is somewhere around here, but I don't know where it is. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> you said I threw it at dude, remember? True. It would be in the middle of the stinking cloud that you're currently in. Oh, he, he dropped there. It. I dropped it. Oh, you it. dropped it? Okay. Oh, good. It's constitution. So I will let you find it and pick it up if you would like, but it will take your entire movement speed. I'll do that. Okay, you pick it up and chuck it on. I'll throw it at you on demon. All right. Want you to hit? Yes. And thank you, Searing Smite. We're going to add... 4d6 to that... Or, sorry. Regular damage... 12 fire damage plus 
three fire damage plus three more fire damage. Okay. Uh, it sloughed off most of that. All right. On then to Reyna. Oh, and it is. Oh. it needs to make a con save. Okay. Or it, it is ignited on fires. Okay, uh, that is a 14. That will not save. Okay, he is set aflame. On then to Reyna. Uh, yeah, I guess I just cast Daylight. Uh, right next to him. Okay. So, uh, he's just in that area. I don't believe there's any kind of save to get out of the way or anything, is no. there? Okay, yes. Uh, it covers its face uh, with its hands. Uh, and what's the radius on it? 60 or 60? Okay, yes. 60 feet bright plus 60 foot dim. Yes, uh, it is <laughs> definitely not happy with that then. Good. On then. Getting a happy meal. Two. I get a happy Markor. meal. I'll bask in the food for a little bit now. Go ahead and move up to Demon to swing. Okay. Uh, that would be 60 feet of movement. You. Well. You know, the jerk went, Marlowe had went through the door behind us, right? Correct, yes. He is already out the door and turning towards the hall. I'll just shimmy up then. Uh, I'll use the dash action, so I'll get myself up to the demon and that'll be the end of my turn. Okay. Then on to the demon. Uh, the it demon needs to make another con save. Thank you, yes. That is an eight. And so it will take one point of fire damage. Woo! Okay. Uh, it didn't really do a whole lot, but uh, it's it definitely complaining about being warm in here. Uh, it is then going to continue what it has been doing and attack Reyna. It does have disadvantage, though, now. Uh, I'm assuming a... Oh, a 14? That will hit? Okay, yep. And you take... 8 points of psychic damage as it claws at you with its spectral claws. Varian. Alrighty. Um, I'm going to a Vicious Mockery. That was a five for its save. <laughs> You're seeing the light at the end of the time. Six psychic damage. Not too shabby. On to uh, Ashmaws. I'm just going to have to stomp my way towards it. Okay. Would you have moved forward after? Oh, no, because that took your full deal. Okay. Yeah. So, on to right. Reyna. <laughs> um, I guess I can chill touch. Okay. As I know that really nothing I can do is going to make much of a difference other than my sunlight, <laughs> which is there for an hour. And that is an 11. Alright, that will not quite hit, no. He is able to dodge handily out of the way of your chill touch. On to then Makor. Right. Swing with the magically enchanted axe. I don't know if magic will do any better against the demon. Okay, yep, give it a try. Oh, well, two swings. Uh, recklessly. That'll be a 25 to hit. Yes. For seven points of damage. Alright, you do feel the full bite of the blade passing through him. Oh no. No, I mean, when you swing through, there's a resistance there. You feel it bite oh. into him. Oh, excellent. Okay. Then 19 to hit four. Yes. 10 points of damage. All right. Uh, it is definitely pissed off at this point and bloodied. As bloodied as a shadow demon gets. It is, by the way, the shadow demon's turn. And why fix what ain't broken? It attacks Reyna. Uh, that is an 18 to hit. That is a 16 to hit. Yep. Minus the D4. That is a 13 to hit. Yep. <laughs> and that is 12 points of psychic damage. On then to Varian. Uh, I'm just going to pull out... Who does not have a uh, inspiration at the moment? I used mine, but... Okay. Then I'll give you another inspiration. Yeah, inspired to great things. <laughs> Health-wise, heal me. Yeah, heal her. Okay, I will heal you. I will use uh, a second-level spell again. 
for nine points of healing. If you need to, you can use your bardic inspiration to roll and get that as health as well. All right, Ashmaz. Mm, yeah, we're gonna we're going to searing smite as a fourth level again. Awesome. A fifteen won't hit. Fifteen will hit. Oh, yes. Cool. Then um, let's go ahead and all the damage fun. Eight points of regular damage. Okay. Plus eight, 12 points of fire damage. Plus eight points of fire damage. Plus one point of fire damage. Uh, I'm going to use crash at the same time, so it needs to make a strength save. <laughs> strength is not its strong suit. Uh, that was a 10 down to a 5. Okay, it takes three points of thunder damage and is not prone. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, it definitely felt that and is almost completely faded from existence at this point. Reina. So I can't... You know how you said that I could use... Like, you didn't know if my witch's staff was going to be magical or not? Correct. I can't find anything about striking with your athme. Your arcane focus? Yeah. It would so be an improvised weapon. So the Will it be magical, though? I'll call it magical because it is your arcane focus. Okay. I know we'll probably get lots of hate on the internet for that, but hey, I like a good story. I don't know. It sounds good. Exactly. That's, that's right. where my magic comes from. It should be magical, right? Exactly. What does my bardic inspiration give me? Another D8. D6? Oh, a D8. Is that too? And since it is a staff, you would add your strength modifier. Oh, that's a 7? That's a 7. Um, so it's 13 plus bonuses. <laughs> that would hit. Negatives. Nope, that would hit. That'll hit? Okay. And my 3... That is just enough to send it back into the ether from which it was spawned. Okay. I spit on where it was. <laughs> All Get right. Back foul you guys uh, hear a very loud, odd noise uh, that you are later able to identify through further exploration as a portal that had opened and shut. Uh, the uh, leader has passed through here and is gone. So, at this point, uh, we will go ahead and continue on. We are now all level 12s. Yay! And we'll be going through the Howling Caverns next. You'll be taking on... You'll be taking on the Cult of the Howling Hatred. It's... Thank you for joining us once again for this episode of Homebrew Review. If you would like to find out more, you can find us on Facebook at Guild Adventure... You can visit our website at www.theadventuringguild.com or you can find us on Patreon. For any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at dmbob at theadventuringguild.com or hit us up on one of our many social media websites. And once again, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star review. 